Hey, everybody. It's the Drive School Podcast. I'm Pastor Goodman, and Paige is back. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, we're going to talk about a weird one today. Well, not a weird one, just an, an uncomfortable one. Uh, how do you invite your friends to, to church, Paige? Oh, that's tricky because there's definitely a right way and not not so many right ways to do it you don't want to like trick you you don't want to like trick your friends into coming with you um like hey let's go get breakfast and then you know church comes before breakfast that that might not be a good place to start but um definitely you want to talk to your friends and it can be scary because like well how is my friend going to react and I think that's that's one of the things where it's like, well, do I even bother inviting them to church if I think that they're going to react badly? Do I risk it? And yeah, so it can definitely be scary. Right. It, it's sort of a confrontation with a part of something that that's not in all friendships that that, that talk about religion. Um, it, it could be. It, it, it's it's more than possible to have that kind of friendship, even where you disagree uh, or, or just don't hold the same beliefs because uh, well, we, we, we're, we're not here just to be right. Uh, we're here to love our neighbor, even when our neighbor happens to, to be wrong about something. Uh, you, you, you're right. We probably don't just want to like trick them into coming to church with us, but at the same time, it's if it's something that's that's precious to us. If that's a place where we find hope and comfort and peace and, and our friends need that, then to me, it, it's, it's a question of, well, we, we, we point to where we find a matter of strength, not because somebody has to go, but because somebody might need to. Yeah. It's, it's not, like you said, it's not that we have to go. It's kind of that we find hope and peace there. And wouldn't we want that for our friends too? It's not like we're just going to say, oh, I don't know if they would receive this, so I'm just not going to offer it at all. Like, mm -hmm. And that's where, like you said, with differing, um, maybe religion isn't something that you talk about in your friendship. Like, it's still worth the risk to ask that person, hey, do you want to come to church with me to offer them that passageway to hope in Jesus Christ and let that Holy Spirit work and stuff like that. Right. And so if we're, we're doing this then from a source of, of, of gift instead of burden, uh, then it, it also doesn't need to be sort of answered in that, that one particular moment. If, if it's not right now, that that's fine. But the, the reality is like, this is where I'm going to be on Sunday. I, if you want to come, I'll sit by you. You know, uh, if, if you're confused, I'll do my best to sort of answer the questions. But I think those are kind of some of the hangups, right? That the things that we get nervous about our friends, particularly seeing at our church, like what are some of the things that, that like you almost feel like you need to explain before you invite somebody? Oh, closed communion. Okay. Always, I always feel like I have to explain like, hey, just so you know, like we practice closed communion. You have to be an LCMS member and pulpit fellowship and get into that whole spiel. And some people are like, well, why? I can just commune at whatever church I want to when I'm at home at whatever denomination that allows that. And it's like, well, we, we do it a little bit differently. So I feel like that that would be something that some people are like oh well you're just being a hoity-toity bible thumping whatever like but it's no we have these um, practices for a reason and I think even if that reason is a little bit maybe daunting I wouldn't say scary but um to explain to somebody that we should do it anyway that's what we believe you know stand up for it 
Right. And we, we treat it like it's, it's a bad thing instead of actually a gift. Um, I think that's probably one of the hardest things is we are embarrassed about communion and our neighbors are upset about communion. And, and of course, if we're embarrassed, like we're not going to talk about it from a source of, of, of gift. But, but what if um, it, instead of just sort of leaning on you can't, it, it might be just be a, a not yet. Uh, because we believe that, that uh, the Lord's Supper is truly the body and blood of Jesus for you, whether you believe it or not. And that means that if you take it for, for well, since it's powerful, if you take it for good, great good can come. It can forgive your sins, but you can also, you can commune wrong and cause spiritual harm. And so for us, we we, we ask for, for closed communion and, and for respect there because we don't want to see somebody hurt. But if you don't believe this, then you're not communing right. And if you don't believe this, you're also not going to believe that you're not communing right. Uh, so one of the, the things that I've had sort of uh, some some good luck with is just sort of recognizing that it, it's not a no, you may not. It's a, I want to make sure that you want to. Um, to, to commune at a church is to say everything going on there, you're on board with, that, that you're, you're on board with the, the, the confession of faith that, that's made there. And if you don't even know what that is, like, do you just want to start signing your name to random petitions without reading them? We, we just we want to give you a chance to actually learn what goes on here and see if it's something you can say amen to before, before you come up. Um, and quite frankly, I, I respect you too much to try and put words in your mouth. I, I respect you too much to just sort of let you figure this out on, on your own. I, I, we, we want to talk more about this. And so it, it's not not a matter of whether you can or can't so much as we want to make sure that when you do come, it, it's just done in a way that that is is proper, a way that that's helpful and builds up in a way that doesn't just sort of say, well, I had a cracker because everybody else, all the cool kids had one. Um, we, we can aim higher than all your friends are jumping off a bridge communion. Uh, I'm just I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. And it's kind of that thing where you can still invite someone to communion and like to the rail and not have them commune like you can still have blessing. the blessing yeah and um for example my brother's girlfriend has been coming to church with us and she was from like she's still christian she's from a different denominational background and we explained it to her and she just like yeah i want to learn like I'm I'm here to see what you guys believe. It wasn't like, oh, well, mine is better. I'm going to do it anyway, because it's like we have denominations for a reason. We all believe a little bit different and there's not really anything wrong with that. It's just if you're going to come to a certain denomination, wouldn't you want to know what that denomination is about before you completely 100 percent buy into it? Right. Because like if your denomination is like, I, I really love kicking puppies, I don't want to sign my name to that. Um, right. And and quite frankly, we recognize that uh, for us to to hear God's word and say, this is true, even when it's what's uncomfortable. It, it's a thing that takes teaching. It's a thing that, that we, we actually ought to talk more about because we recognize that our will is different than God's will. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. And so if you read the Bible and you're completely on board with everything that it says just of your old Adam, of your own reason and strength, you're not looking very well. And uh, you're, you're not doing a good job looking at it. Um, if, if God's will is different than our will, his thoughts are different than our thoughts, then only in, in faith, only in, in sort of actually coming to trust in God, can we say, maybe you're smarter than me. Maybe, maybe you have this thing figured out in a way that I don't yet. Um, but one of the things that we get to talk about in church is is sort of that that distinction between like, the things that I want and the things that God wants for me, and and it stops being just about who is right, but but that we have a merciful God. That this is this is what we invite our friends to to hear. Not just here's all the things in your life you're doing wrong. Uh, if you clean up your life, then you can be a better Christian like me. But but rather, this is a place where I take all my sin. 
this is the place where I take everything that keeps me up at night. This is the place where I even take the things that I don't necessarily want to let go of, but that the God who's smarter than me says, I, I want to forgive them and rip them from your hands because they're not actually as helpful as you think they are. Yeah. And when you kind of recognize that, especially with someone who has maybe never heard confession and absolution the way that we do it, they're like, well, what, what is this? Like, I thought that we were just automatically forgiven. We didn't need to hear it. I believe therefore it happens. It's like, well, I need to hear you, it. yeah, you need to hear it. That's, and if you have questions about it, by all means ask, like, that's what we're here for. We're all in this together. We're all about body of believers. No question is a stupid question. Just ask the question. And if you don't know the answer, say, hey, I'll ask my pastor or, hey, a, an elder might be able to direct you to a good resource or something like that. Like, don't feel like the burden of having your friend at church is just you trying to get your friend to go to church. Like you have mm -hmm. your pastor and your like the support system of believers to help you with anything that you need, including helping your friend, maybe if it's their first time at church or they're kind of a little bit leery about the whole church thing and not really sure if they buy into maybe God at all. Like you, you don't have to walk it alone. Like there's resources and then, you know, you have your Bible too. So definitely don't feel like it's, oh, I have to bring my friend into church and I have to do it. And if I don't do it, then I'm a big failure. Like that's not it at all. You talked about burdens and, and sort of failure, and both of those are, are you words. Um, but I think this actually might be one of the bigger fears, that to invite somebody to, to church is to sort of take upon yourself, uh, or it shouldn't be, but we feel like it is. I have to suddenly know everything about my religion and be able to perfectly demonstrate it. And the whole point about my religion is that I can't demonstrate it. Like, you shouldn't be looking to me to figure out what all the, the, the stuff ought to look like. We, we look to God, who has fulfilled the law in our place and, and who forgives us sinners. When, when we invite our, our friends to church, uh, it, it, for me, it's always sort of felt at least a little bit like being on trial yourself. Like, here's all the stuff that the book says. Do you, I, I know you, you don't do that stuff. Um, and, and, and they're right. So this is where, this is where the gospel actually shines that, that you don't have to know everything. You can actually say, I have a pastor who, who might be able to help me and, and we might even stump him. Um, but we can try, but we also, we're, we're not here because we have done these things. We're, we're here because we know that we can't. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that gets a little bit lost in translation. People think that they have to, like you said, know everything about their religion. And it's like trial by fire when you bring someone who doesn't know anything maybe about your religion or your denomination. Maybe they're Christian, but they come from, let's say, like a charismatic background, which is a little bit different than Lutheranism. And um, it just kind of bridging that gap between okay this is what you know how can I explain it in a way that is helpful for both of us not just saying you 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 because you're also learning too you're not perfect like you said maybe go to your pastor and stump him a little bit too absolutely I like it Paige thanks so much it's good stuff to think about yeah thank you for having me on see you again soon bye bye